You are now listening to T2B Podcast, where we hashtag real talk the gay experience from top to bottom. From top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. You don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, no, I don't. At all? I've seen like a couple episodes a few years ago. I had gotten shamed enough by many gay people who would start, cause they would start like talking about it in conversations and I would feel so left out. So that was like, okay, well I guess I have to watch this thing now. I don't know. So there's something about the show that really gave perspective on where I started out as a gay person, like, you know, coming out of the closet mm-hmm. um, to where I am right now. And just like the way that the language has changed things that they've kept, how it, it has all evolved. Um, especially for the fact that drag is mainstream now. So you you were starting at the beginning of the show, or are you just watching the current season? No, I'm all done with like all the seasons. <laughs> with all of the seasons, I literally binge watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and what's great about it is that it's reality TV, but it's like kind of cool reality TV. You come in, you have a challenge, you do your outfits, the judges judge you, and then that's the end. All all of the drama and all the everything is always on the work floor, which is I think healthy and productive we just end up hearing their their stories of like you know um how they grew up relationships that they've been in what circles that they um operate in or that they share mm-hmm. uh it's really cool but yeah actually that brought up the topic of what we're actually gonna be talking about this week yeah there you go which is good segue coming out of the closet this is not scripted but like i always think Stefan has a good way of like starting and ending naturally <laughs> <laughs> Also, we should uh, shout out to Andrew and Juan from last week. Shout out, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, this is the first time we can say you guys. It actually be you guys. Um, we really appreciate it. We, we thank you so much for your insight into the straight male experience. Yeah, and to take a turn, we're going to talk more about the gay experience. So here we go. Coming out of the closet. I don't think we've ever talked to each other about it. As any gay man meets another gay man or gay woman, I guess, within the first day or two of getting to know each other, I think the common coming out story always is asked because it's something that everybody in our situation goes through. I think my, my initial question is, are you out? Okay. Because there are a lot of people who exist as gay, but they're not out to their families. But what's so interesting is, like, how did we not do that with each other? I I think it was because we met each other as friends from other gay friends. We probably have talked about it at one point. Like, I've talked elements of it, but, like, I don't think I've ever been like, this is how I came out of the closet. No, we haven't, like, sat down and been like, okay, Stefan, we're going to record about us talking about (laughs) how we come out of the closet. (laughs) Ready, set, go. (laughs) So, Stefan. How did I come out of the closet? When did that happen? How do you feel when you're talking about it? How do I feel when I... Well, what's interesting is I feel very... Um, I didn't come out of the closet. I was outed. Oh. And so I think for me in my life, I'm very sensitive to that when it comes to other people. Like I think people can come out in many different ways. Um, not necessarily even out of the closet, but for a lot of things. You know, whether they have shared a, you know, a story about an eating disorder or maybe suicide or something. Any Anytime someone tells me something personal... 
it always brings me back to, and especially because I actually just had a conversation. Um, a friend of mine was visiting me from uh, the States and her aunt had told me this private thing and she was like, make sure you don't tell anyone, you know? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. But like when I tell that to people who tell me secrets, I don't think they really know where that is coming from. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, grew up in a Haitian household. Um, I grew up with my mother saying a lot of negative things. Um, a toe dipped in religion, another toe dipped in Haitian culture about gay people. You know, there, there's a, there, <laughs> there are a lot of reasons for me not wanting to come out of the closet. Um, another part of it had nothing to do with my family was just me looking on television or you know, out in the world and seeing what a, a black gay person looks like. Mm-hmm. Not looked like, but how they, they acted. Um, and a lot of it was like very flamboyant and very feminine and very, oh no, she didn't. And I was like, every everything about that was scary to me. Not because I necessarily saw myself as someone who would be doing it, but are people looking at me? If, if I do come out of the closet, will people expect that of me? Mm-hmm. And so all of this sort of led up to high school where I sort of had many versions of coming out because I had really started to like experiment in the way that I knew what I was doing and these were gay things. Also porn, you know what I mean? Like I was definitely a lot more concentrated on the man than I was on the woman. And then when I got to high school, I remember my freshman year, I had like a couple of girls that I liked. And like, I didn't really know what to do with that. Like, I was just like, oh, they're like really cool. Vers- like pretty much like I wanted them to be like the girlfriends that I have now. But uh-huh. <laughs> like, there was no sort of way for me to figure that out. And so during freshman year, I had started experimenting with this guy. <laughs> like it was like during the musical, like we would like sneak off into the bathroom and like wank each other off. Of course it was during the musical. <laughs> but then like I had told this other girl, um that we were doing this. And by the end of the fucking day, everyone knew. Everyone knew. No. Everyone knew. That it was you and the other guy. That I didn't tell her the name of the other guy. I had just told her about these experiences that I was having. And so that summer I came out as bi. Uh And so I'd met a girl and like, she was like super cool. And it was like through this program that I had done. And during that summer, like she became my girlfriend. And it was also during the time that Dawson's Creek had come out. And there's that episode where Jack and Joey are, like, about to have sex. And, like, he hasn't come out of the closet yet. And, you know, it's a sort of very tense experience. And then, like, you know, they're supposed to have sex and everyone thinks they have sex. But then he actually comes out as gay. And so with this girl this summer, like, everything just sort of, like, sped up really fast. And then one day I just found myself naked in her bed with her. And I'm looking at a condom and I was just, I can't do this. I was like, do I want to do this to sort of like see? Absolutely. But like this experiment that I'm trying to have involves you and that is unfair to you. So I just want to let you know that I am, I think that I'm actually gay. Um, How did you articulate this though at like age 15 or 16 exactly like that well that was like very mature like okay like can we sit down a moment like we need to talk no 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 No, so like (laughs) she fucking told me she was like um my she was like my parents are out of town i was like cool and she's like so we're throwing a party at my house and i was like dope and so we um I get to her house and no one's there. And I was like, where is everyone? She's like, oh, no, 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 I told, you know, they're coming later. They're coming later. And I was like, all right, cool. So you are the party. we didn't like get into the hot tub and like we're hanging out in the hot tub and then like we start kissing 
And like, I think at most then at that point, like I had like touched her boobs, like under the shirt (laughs) and like, she like, it started getting like hot and heavy. And then she's like, do you want to go upstairs? And I was like, okay. And like, so we go upstairs and like, we were like kissing and then like clothes are coming off. And I'm like, so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. And I'm like, how does she not know that I'm not? And I mean like TMI, but like I get hard at like the wind will blow and I will get hard. And I was obviously not, like, there was nothing about me that was turned on about this. And so she goes into her drawer and she pulls out a Trojan. And my, literally, like, I saw the condom and I was just like, no. And she was like, what? (laughs) I was like, no, 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 no. And I just, like, kept saying no. And she's like, I'm sorry, like, I don't understand. And I was like, I I think I'm gay. Like, I I know that I said, and she knew that I I had said that I was bi before. Like, during that summer, we all met. Like, the friend who had hooked us up together said that I was bi. And I just kept being like, Dawson's Creek and Jack and Joey. And like, I can't. And I'm sorry, I'm gay. And I kept looking at the condom. And every time I look at the condom, I would say no. So there's no, like, I, I, yes, I articulated it to you in a very mature way. But I was just like, I'm naked right now. And I'm so not turned on. And I'm so scared. And like, no. But also it's like, I, this is like a, 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 a part, like a town in New Jersey that's like super rich and like very white. And she, like, she lost her shit. She got really angry. Yeah. And so at some point I'm standing outside in my swimming trunks and she's throwing my clothes out of the window. Oh, how dramatic. Screaming at me. Like literally like something out of a fucking movie. And... The neighbors are now looking outside and the one woman comes out and she's like, do I need to call the police? And I was like, no. Oh my God. It was a disaster. So, but after that, when I got back to school, um, my sophomore year, I was out of the closet, but I still had yet to come out to my family. Mm-hmm. And so that one happened in stages. So the first one was my sister. I would always wear these. I had like a lot of like rainbow paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? <laughs> You're very rainbow. It's all good. I have very little rainbow apparel. Like I used to have like literally like a ra- like I had my, my, the top of my ear pierced. I had like a rainbow little like circles. I had a rainbow necklace. I had a rainbow tongue ring. I had a rainbow, like all of the things were oh, rainbow. Wow. So you've like edited the rainbow over the years. I think it's just because there's, you know, with this whole feeling of coming out, you sort of have to be out, jump first and then edit later. Hmm. Um, And so the first person in my family that I came out to is my sister. And I remember I was like coming home and like every time I would come home, right at the doorstep, I would take everything off. Everything rainbow would come off. I knew my mom was at home because the car wasn't there. And so I knew it was just my sister that was going to be home. So like I get to the door, I like start taking everything off. And then I was like, I'm going to leave. The necklace. Your sister is how old? Sorry. So my brother's four years older than me and my sister's six years older than me. Yeah. So my sister was home and my brother was still at college. And so I like go to go inside and um, I was like, all right. And I just like went in. And so like I, I walked in, I took my backpack off and I just sat down in the den next to my sister and she's watching TV. And then like at one point I asked her something, which I did that in order for her to look at me. And then, like, she looks at me, she answers the question, she looks away, and then I see her look back. (laughs) She takes a double take. Uh Uh-huh. She does a double take, and then she looks back at the television. And then at one point, she's like, uh, do you know what that means? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, your necklace. And I was like, yeah. So are you gay? (laughs) Like, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, um... Wait, are you gay or are you bi? I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gay. She's like, okay, but don't tell mom. And I was like, all right, cool. So that was coming out to my sister. The following week, my brother came home from college 
and he is in a, he's in a mood and he's yelling he's like you don't do this you don't wash the dishes mom has to call me you're not helping around the house da, 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 da. and i was like dude like i just walked in the door what the fuck like what is the issue and he's like are you gay <laughs> i was like what does any of these things you're talking about before have to do with if i'm gay or not he's like well are you and i was like yeah he's like Okay, well, just just don't tell mom. So wait, so your sister had told him, or yeah, of course she did. Of course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the biggest divide and frustration was the fact that I couldn't tell my mother, and I knew that I couldn't tell her because I was out of the closet, you know. Like, and in, in Haiti, it, it's not okay. And you know, even though I was growing up in America, I was still in a Haitian household. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a, a big tension that grew between us because I love that woman so much. And not being able to communicate with her about who I was or what I was becoming was really frustrating. And so, I mean, like that year was a really hard year. My world just sort of fell apart. You know what I mean? Like this is a woman that I loved so much at that time and cared so much for. But I was angry at everyone. I was angry because I was the one going through this and no one else was going through this. I was angry because my siblings were, you know, sort of taking her side versus being like, no, like, He's our brother, you know what I mean? Um, Oh, by the way, ooh, I missed this part. How did she find out? Yes. (laughs) So my best friend's dad, um, my mom would like just meet up with him for coffee because we, you know, we lived in the same hometown. And so he was like, so your son's gay. (laughs) And like when I had a conversation with him about it, he was like, I thought she knew. Like the entire, like the whole time they were having this conversation, there wasn't a moment where he saw any sort of like surprise or any sort of reaction. She she just, my mother is an amazing actress. Oh my God. If anyone should have an Oscar, it's my mother. <laughs> so winter break of my freshman year of college, I went up to Canada and I told all of my cousins. And it was like super great and super cool. And um, my uncle was like super awesome and really receptive of it. And so they came down for the wedding. I'm at my sister's wedding. And so my cousin comes over to me and he's like, uh, so he's like, yeah, like, I thought you were gay. And I was like, I am gay. <laughs> and he's like, well, not according to your mother. Oh, wow. What the actual fuck? And so that night I like stayed at my mom's house. Like I was like, I'm going to stay here and talk to her. And we sat outside and it ended up just being this like super beautiful conversation because she was just, uh, my mother was just like at a loss of words. Like she just didn't really know how to articulate herself. And so going back to the beginning is that, My mom was born in Haiti. I was born in Haiti. All of us were born in Haiti. And she was a doctor there. And so the thing is in Haiti, homosexuality is illegal. Therefore, if you have any sort of like AIDS, HIV thing coming up, you can't really report it correctly because there's no such thing as gay. Mm -hmm. And so she spent a good amount of her time watching people die. And so after all of this bullshit noise and hurt feelings and yelling and screaming and anger the one thing she had was i've seen so many people die and i don't want to see you die that way Mm -hmm. and i was like mom like i'm i'm okay like i'm i'm i take care of myself i use condoms like you've nothing to worry about like I'm I'm fine. Like I'm still your son. Like nothing nothing has changed. And it ended up being just like it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Like I and since since then, like it's only gone up from there. I'm you know like I when my siblings had their children, I told them I was like, listen, they if you want me to be in your kid's life, the only version of Stefan you'll get is this Stefan. 
And so if you're not okay with it, that's totally fine. That's your decision, but I cannot be a part of their story. And everyone has, everyone has come around and it's such an interesting, you know, experience of literally having my family going through this breakup with my family and then coming back together again. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty special. I'm, I'm, I'm Amazing. very, very grateful. Um, in the end, however, the meat and potatoes of it was still shitty. <laughs> and like, and I love my family and they, they, they processed it in the way that they could. And I respect them for that. Um, and I respect their honesty and I respect just the fact that, you know, when people say like, no, 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 like no one will ever change. Like this will never happen. Like this is how it is. Like I go, you haven't met my mother. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and that's just the thing that will always be super special to me is that like that woman has taught me time and time again, that there's always, there's always, you, there's always a second chance um, if you're willing to give that to people. So Jeff, what about you? Okay, so as I've referred to in another episode, um, like when I was in college was the first time that I finally accepted the fact that I was gay and maybe not bi. And so I, I had come out to my friend Jen, who we talked to. Then I told my my little brother, and he was totally cool with it. Um, and then maybe six months, a year went by, and I finally had the courage to tell my older brother which for some reason at the time was a bigger deal than telling my little brother. Hold on. So let's actually backtrack a little bit. So for you, before leaving home to go to college, like what was the home life like? What were the reasons of you not even being able to come out to yourself? I used my older brother as like an example. My older brother um, met his first girlfriend and started dating her maybe when he was like 19 or 20. And he had like never dated anybody before that. So I was like, okay, like I'm in his shadow, like following in his footsteps, like I am not dating anybody in high school. That's totally okay. Um, and then like college comes around and I'm still not dating anybody. Like family members are starting to ask like, so did you meet any girls, you know, at college? And I'm like, no, nobody interesting, you know, whatever. And uh, was there no gay example in your family? No gay example in my family, no. Mm. So yeah, it was something that I, I hid to everybody that I was having these like gay tendencies. I had never been with a girl. Um, I never had a, you know, girlfriend. I had lots of girlfriends in italics, but no girlfriends. <laughs> um, so when I went to college, I kind of had like my last girl crush. And what does that even mean? I, like in high school, I remember having like, like a couple of crushes on girls, but like it never worked out or like we never really talked or I never really pursued it because I really like, deep down wasn't really interested in that. And like after seeing like that last girl crush didn't work out, I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I like guys. Then I went on this trip with my best friend to uh, Europe. We backpacked around and um, I made out with this guy in Germany, in Cologne. And that was the first time I'd ever kissed a guy. I had been with guys, a couple of friends in, in high school, um, but I never wanted to get to the point of kissing because that seemed too serious to me, that, you know, that I'm gay. I was afraid of maybe of what I'd feel by kissing a guy. So when I did, I was like, okay, whatever possibilities of being bisexual, I was like, nope, I really like guys. Second half of junior year, I studied abroad. And when I was studying abroad was when I was like finally open 100% in it with a new group of people, found that everyone was really accepting. And I was like, okay, this isn't that hard. Most of my really close friends knew 
And so I made a point like that following summer after junior year to like, I need to talk to my older brother. So I finally had the courage to tell my older brother and my brother's like, this is all good. Like I, this is totally fine, but you need to tell mom and dad. And I think you should tell them like as soon as possible because I don't want to keep this secret. So I was like, okay, why don't I just do it today? So I go home the same day from my brother's apartment to my house and I come out to them and they were like really surprised. Really? Yeah. And they had a hard time accepting it at first. I, I was like super confident about telling them and I was like, yeah, like I've told all my friends and like some of their parents. So and I feel like it's like time that I tell you guys. And like, that was really the worst way to do it because it made my parents feel like so bad that I didn't confide in them. Like they were like, like, oh, so we're gonna get like the last people to like hear about this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what's wrong with our relationship that you weren't able to talk to us about this before. And in retrospect, like I, I feel bad. It happened the way it happened. And, and I'm not gonna obviously be able to change that. Um, but I wish I would have had the courage to tell them before because they would have been fine with it. it. It definitely took them a little bit to swallow it and to, to understand it. <laughs> That's a bad word. Okay, it took them. <laughs> no, well, you know what I'm trying to say? This is also a problem with, with living in another language is that I start using weird translations. Like you could totally say like a tough pill to swallow. It was, it was gay podcast. <laughs> it was hard for them to. I think it's hard pill to swallow. To understand and to digest, we'll say. Digest is the right word. And um, they needed some time to like, you know, think it through. We had like another talk like a couple days later. I don't know. Like, what is that? You're gay. Like, what is, what's the conversation about? I, I they didn't expect it. They didn't know. And they, they were like, they, I mean, they probably like, we don't want to say anything that we're going to regret. So like, let's continue this conversation another day. And let's have Michael and Andrew be here too. Hmm. And I really liked that idea because like Michael and Andrew were both like really supportive and I knew they'd be on my side and whatever tension I was feeling, I knew that they would help alleviate that so the next meeting or whatever comes around the family meeting that we were going to have and like michael and andrew were uninvited by my parents and so it was just us again this was like they're like we're really worried like we want to make sure that you're you know that you like will use a condom like have you gotten tested dad just saw philadelphia the other week and i was like i was like okay i was like don't worry like i will be very safe and i was like i will get tested i have gotten tested but i remember being like what about michael and andrew like they're both potentially sexually active too like did you have the same conversation with them but they're really great and i don't want it to sound like they're not great parents but i honestly think that's on both sides i feel like this is a moment for you know for both of us where we saw our parents, I mean, they'll never be our peers, but we saw them as adults who were faulted and make mistakes and they don't know all the right answers. So mm-hmm. there's, it's not really necessarily a way of like them being bad parents because no one fucking knows what's going to happen when you have a baby. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, they're going to have their own thoughts and expectations and wants and needs that are going to be completely different than their own. So many different parents deal with it in a different way. And I think that is sort of what we do in coming out of the closet isn't to go, well, my parent was worse than your parent or my parent was better than your parent, or at least I don't take it that way. It's just, oh, wow, this this is a completely sort of a parallel universe version of what I went through. Right, right. I personally don't feel like there's a reason to excuse their behavior because their behavior is still their behavior. Whether they deal with it positively or negatively and the things that they say, in those moments and times, they hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like you and I and I have a disagreement and say hurtful things to each other, but as long as we're able to acknowledge it, then we're able to move forward. You know what I mean? <sighs> I forgot a part that's actually interesting. <laughs> that's a good part of the story. <laughs> 
so before I came out to my older brother and my my parents, um, so this is my senior year. I'm living with my friend Juliana. We have a like house party, okay. And uh, the next morning, like hungover, like I'm cleaning up the bathroom, like everything's a disaster. And my dad calls, hey, um, so your grandma just called and she said that like you guys talked the other day and like you told her that you were like special. Wait, this is before or after you came out to them? This is before. This is why I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to like mention this part of the story. And like clearly she was referring to me being gay. Is she psychic or something? I mean, or she just like realized it, like saw me and was like, okay, this grandson is gay. Do, do his parents know? I'm going to tell them that like we had to talk about being special and like what's their reaction going to be. For the longest time, I thought that my grandma was like trying to out me. But then like recently I started thinking about it and I'm like, maybe she was just trying to support me. This is the one who passed away recently. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This realization happened like a month ago. I was like, maybe she wasn't trying to out me. Maybe she was like trying to get my parents to like realize it and support me. Go granny. And like she wanted maybe, or maybe she said that for me then and to call her and be like, grandma, like I, I'm gay. Hmm. So anyway, that happened and, and that kind of uh, spurred me to then talk to my brother. I think it was maybe over Thanksgiving break or one of the breaks that you go home for. So then I talked to my brother, then my parents. Um, and then the following year when I moved to Spain, um... And I started dating my ex. My parents came and I think for them it was like really great for them to see that like I was, you know, happy in a relationship with another man. He was a, a nice guy and got along with them well. And they felt more comfortable with the situation once I was like in a stable relationship. And maybe they were afraid that I was, you know, going to be a stereotype that they had seen on TV or, you know, wherever. Um, but to see that I was still me. All right. Just with a man um so yeah those are our coming out stories <laughs> if, if anyone's listening that is in the closet or worried or anxious um i think our advice would be to one get in touch with us you're more than welcome to get in touch with us yes absolutely always the door is always open every situation is different everybody's different every context is different um it's hard and we we know that and so if you just need a safe space to vent we're here i I don't know how i want to end this but like you know i think it, it seems really scary but i want we i want i don't want to sound lame but like i i want our audience to know that like it again this sounds so like typical but like it will get better like it's (laughs) (laughs) no when there's not like you know cameras and big sort of like social media push on this whole thing of like it gets better it gets better like i get what you're saying um and it can sound that way but the way that we're saying it is not that way like it it shit's gonna happen sometimes it won't at all you know sometimes sometimes you'll be surprised and it will be totally like nothing happened like i know friends of mine who had amazing coming out stories and it was actually them who were harder on themselves than their parents you know it's like this whole thing of it's gonna be this this crazy thing for you and for them and i think what jeff is getting at is that you know if if find find the safe spaces there are safe spaces everywhere that you are um whether it's a teacher whether it's a friend whether it's someone else's parent whether it's siblings, there's, there's always someone, um, and ask, you know, ask for help. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but it does it does it it gets great <laughs> yeah it gets, it gets great it gets really great and <laughs> you'll look back and and appreciate it because i think that's that's what has made the relationships that i've had thus far awesome absolutely so with that said thank you for listening Wait, I actually had a quote that I wanted to read because, I mean, there's also a lot of people who are way older than us who are still in the closet. Um, And I guess we could also, you know, speak to them as well. But there's a a German quote that someone had recently told me. um, And in German, I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's... um, (laughs) (laughs) Selbstkenntnis ist der Erst. Schritt zur Besserung. Um, and that means self-knowledge is the first step towards improvement. Mm. And so in whatever way that you want to live your life, you know, um, being out to yourself first is, I think, the most important. And then there's only one direction. And that's, that's up. up. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're happy to extend this conversation to social media. So please, you can find us at... Um, uh, T2B podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us at ask at T2Bpodcast.com. And then there's all of the ways for you to listen to us now. We're on iTunes, um, as well as the podcast app, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So all you have to do is put T2B podcast in the search engine and we'll come right up. Um, and also check out our website, which is T2Bpodcast.com. Yeah. Um, thanks guys thanks for listening and ladies <laughs> thanks you all you for listening. all <laughs> bye bye pesos from top to bottom from top to bottom top to bottom top to bottom